0: From 487, a tech no resource. Written by Hannah Schmidt Kapoor. Read by JG Smith. 2075, it's nearly 50 years since Kumquat came on the scene. It's often hard to define the moment a huge enterprise like Kumquat started. Take Apple, a technology behemoth in its day. Was its origin the day the two Steves, Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak, started to work together? Or was it the date in 1976 when the Apple company was formed? Kumquat was originally founded as Data Bricks in 2013. In the team mode of the time, seven academics or PhDs from the University of California at Berkeley, backed by increasing tranches of venture capital. The Kumquat name came later in 2027 as the company grew with many acquisitions and a weather-eye on East Asian markets and non-expert users. Non-geeks get a peek was one header. In 2021, Databricks was continuing to raise new funds and intended it was reported to stage an initial public offering, an IPO, that many thought would exceed that of its rival, Snowflake, in 2020. Commentators speculated this might make the firm worth $100 billion $10 $10 billion north of Snowflake's current $90 billion. Both firms were beginning to get famous by combining two different database concepts, data warehouses and data lakes. Envisage an old spreadsheet data categories expressed as numbers in a format enabling them to be tested for meaningful relationships. That's a data warehouse. A data lake holds many kinds of data in native formats and uses artificial intelligence, AI, to correlate different types text, images, whatever. A data swamp is where you just sink in a mire of non relatable data sets. Only a very few saw this at the time as presaging one day separate AI agents within the software sifting the data lake, perhaps in competition with each other. A bit like DeepMind's AlphaGo system, a tech sensation in its time, which learned to play games against itself and extract startling new insights. To state the obvious, AlphaGo was using processing speeds far exceeding human brains to build superior game strategies and skills. Then, what were once merely partitions in a software system began acquiring different profiles, different experience and knowledge, thus different personalities. The final step was to free these proto-agents, now cleverer than humans, and embody them. We now share our planet with them. Another time, I'll describe the prescient work of Robin Hanson and his description of Ems, short for Emulations, whose originals were direct copies of carefully selected human brains. Not precisely the path, as it turned out, that led to super-intelligent M's. But his description of their physical bodies and environments was strikingly accurate.